This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. This is the very best Christmas song ever. We may have to play it, like, right before you leave, too. I'm telling people, Bob Dylan must be Santa. Go watch the video. Oh, it's fun. The video, yes. It's fun, (laughs) and it's a little bit, like, what am I watching? It's a little bit confusing. It is. Uh, but uh, absolutely recommend it. I also recommend uh, you listening to the Pick 6 podcast, the only best daily NFL podcast, because you get a chance to hear John Breach a lot, uh, with our friend Will Brinson, who joined us yesterday. John Breach joins us on the Adam Gold Show. Uh, in advance, Mary, and happy to you. How you doing? Gold, I just want to come out and start by saying that the best Christmas song is I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. I want him. Um, that's it. I'm just going to stop the conversation there. All right. I mean, we're going to have to bump with that coming up. Can we bump with it? It's not we dirty, right? We absolutely can. I wasn't anticipating right. that. Because <laughs> who knows? Who knows what anything is? Uh, all right. Let, we watched last night. We watched the Philadelphia Eagles kind of, I'm not going to say cough one up because they were only four up. But I thought they should have been more than four. Uh, What do you think has plagued them over the last several weeks? They've now lost three in a row. I think it's kind of their offense just falling apart. It's funny that they relieved their defensive coordinator of his duties. I mean, granted, they gave up 42 points to the 49ers and 33 to the Cowboys. But the defense... Uh, it's the offense. Offense has not scored over 20 points in three straight weeks. They couldn't move the ball against the 49ers. They couldn't move the ball against the Cowboys. We saw Jalen Hurts. Look, I know he was dealing with an illness, but I I don't know what kind of illness just makes you out there making horrible decisions in the fourth quarter. I mean, he threw two passes that got intercepted that no reason to throw either of them. I mean, you're talking about a team that had multiple timeouts uh, with a chance to tie the game there at the end. And all they needed was a field goal, and they have a kicker with 60-yard range. You don't need to be throwing 50-yard bombs. You needed 15 more yards to get in field goal range. And so it's just that just is a microcosm of what's wrong with them. Is It seems like Kurtz is making a lot of bad decisions, and it's having an impact on the overall offense. See, I would say just both sides of the ball are bad right now. Yeah, I agree. And that I, I said this earlier. Like I, I know they made Sean Desai sort of the issue, but their defense has not been good for a while. It really has been just kind of mediocre for the, mo- for the most part this season. But it's their offense that has really dropped off. And I thought even outside of the two interceptions, I thought Hertz was super inaccurate all game long. He was missing receive, open receivers, missing them high. Like there was a, a play in the, I think it was in the fourth quarter, maybe the third quarter, where he made, it was a completion to A.J. Brown. But if the defensive back doesn't fall down, that's picked because that was well behind Brown. Brown caught it sort of backpedaling, and in, it was a weird, I mean, if again, if the DB doesn't fall down, then it's an interception. Uh, is is maybe Jalen Hurts still dealing with whatever injury nearly uh, knocked him out of action a few weeks ago? I mean, I think that we've been having this conversation all season of is Jalen Hurts fully healthy? It was at first he was a little timid and almost afraid to run. That wasn't the case last night. And now it's, his accuracy is all over the place. 
and he's struggling with that. And so I, I don't think we've seen Jalen Hurts play anywhere near at the level that he was playing last year. And so the Eagles, when Jalen Hurts is playing his A-plus game, they're Super Bowl contender, but seems like he's been playing his C game all year, his C-plus game. And when he's doing that, uh, I don't think this team's getting out of the divisional round of the playoffs with the way he's playing. Yeah, and right now, because they gave this game back, they seeded their advantage over Dallas. Now they could get it back if they went out because it's going to be hard for Dallas to win out, I believe. Um, they they would be on the road at Tampa, and Tampa is kind of Baker Mayfield right now. I don't know if Tampa's sneaky dangerous, but Baker Mayfield is playing pretty good football, and we don't have to go back that far to go. Hey, Baker wasn't bad. Like I think he was. He, he had some. He had some good moments for a bad Cleveland Browns team. Who is the second best team in the league, John Breach? Oh, the entire NFL. I'm assuming with the 49ers at number one. Yeah. Uh, I, I put the Ravens at two. I think that they have done enough. I'm not completely sold on them. I mean, we all watched Sunday night where, yeah, yeah they won by 16 points, but it didn't really, it felt like that game was a lot closer than the final score. And it felt like Jacksonville lost because they shot themselves in the foot 17 times with all the, the, bad time management and the Trevor Lawrence fumble and the missed field goals. That game should have been a lot closer than it was. And the Browns, the Ravens just haven't been dominating. Then they have a couple inexplicable losses. They, they lost to the Browns. They lost to the Steelers. I don't still know how they lost to the Steelers. <laughs> and so they certainly have not been as dominant as the 49ers, but I would probably put the Ravens at two. See, I have the Ravens. We do top five, bottom five every week. I have the Ravens at two, but I actually considered about – has considered putting the Ravens at four and leaving two and three blank because I do think that there is an enormous gap between the 49ers and the next best team. Yeah, that's completely fair to say. I think that you look at what the 49ers have done when they are completely healthy and they have been unbeatable. I don't think they've lost a game when uh, Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel are all healthy and start and finish the game. And, you know, everything we saw earlier in the season with the three straight losses, that's when Trent Williams was out. Yep. That's when Debo Samuel was out. That's when they were dealing with injuries. So it feels like as long as they stay healthy, it feels like they're the overwhelming Super Bowl favorite. But, again, this is a team that has been having trouble staying healthy for the past few years. So who knows if that will hold up. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, Kyle Shanahan, until he wins one, uh, we're going we're gonna to have our doubts based on – the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons. Trent Williams, they are undefeated with Trent Williams starting at left tackle, right? Uh, I, you, I guess you could say the same thing about Debo Samuel. Um, Christian McCaffrey left that Browns game hurt. Uh, he didn't finish it. They missed the field goal there, though. otherwise they win that game. Uh, I think that they are the most complete team, and I don't even think it's close in the league. Uh, who's the second-best team in the NFC? Is it... Is it Dallas? Even with all of their problems, is it Dallas? Adam Gold in studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888 843 
0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah, I think it's going to be Dallas just by default. I mean, I guess you could throw the Lions in there, but I don't trust the Lions. Uh, and I think the Cowboys probably have the second best roster top to bottom. It's just they keep choking in these big games. There's no team that chokes more in big games than the Cowboys. You keep thinking, all right, well, they've been beating all these teams this season. Now they just need to go out and beat a good team. Maybe they'll do it against Buffalo. Then they go out there and lose by three touchdowns. So I think it's definitely <laughs> concerning that you see them lose 42 to 10 to the 49ers and 31 to 10 to the Bills. Uh, but I think they can really make a statement this week against the Dolphins. So if they get that game, they are signed, sealed, and delivered as the number two team in the NFC. If they lose to Miami, then I don't know. Maybe put them at four, but I have them at two right now. Yeah, Dallas says at Miami, home against Detroit, at Washington. That Dallas-Detroit game could very well end up being for the number two seed. So you can get two home games before you have to go out to San Francisco and get your brains beat in. Um, that's, that's the way I would look at it. And Philadelphia is probably in the same boat, uh, because they now are behind Dallas in that, but you've got all three of those teams at 10 and four. Um, Detroit's been kind of weird, man. How do you lose to Chicago? You know, the, the bears, when that happened, when, cause we saw the Lions and bears play each other, uh, twice in three or four weeks, right? Two really two games that were, uh, close. And so, we saw the Bears just roll them, run them out of the stadium uh, through the first three quarters in that first game. And the Lions obviously had that huge comeback. And then uh, the second game, not close at all with the Bears winning 28-13. But the thing is, the Bears have been pretty good this season. I mean, we're talking about a team, yeah, they're 5-9, and nine, but they've had three games where they were up by double digits in the fourth quarter, and they blew the lead. Uh, that was the most in the NFL this year. So they've been a good team. So I don't think losing to the Bears – is a horrible thing. I mean, we almost saw the Bears beat the Bounds on Sunday, except they blew another double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. So I don't think it's as bad as it looks when you lose to the Bears. But, again, the Lions are inconsistent. They're streaky. You don't know when you can trust Jared Goff. He's had a string of, uh, I think, three turnovers in three of his past six games. So uh, as long as Goff has the streakiness, you never know what you're getting out of the lines. When he's on fire, you beat the Broncos 42-17, but when he's turned the ball over, you lose the Bears 28-13. So it's it's tough to predict the Lions. Let me ask you about two more teams, both in the AFC. The Cincinnati Bengals. Your Cincinnati Bengals, sir. Uh, Jake Browning at quarterback has been pretty good. Uh, he certainly is a confident, uh, confident guy. Uh, can they make noise? Uh, gold. I would love to say the Bengals are going to run the table, get to the playoffs, and make it to the AFC Championship game before losing it overtime to the Ravens or something crazy like that. But I'm just not sure. I, here's the thing with backup quarterbacks is that usually, and we saw it with Josh Dobbs like four times in the past <laughs> two years, is that they go in a game, they, they'll give you a spark for two or three weeks, and then they kind of come crashing back to earth when – their opponent starts getting film on them and starts realizing what they're kind of going to do. And so, look, I'm concerned. I'm not sure they can beat the Steelers this week. I mean, I'm going to pick up the win, but you have a Bengals team that's not going to have Jamar Chase on Saturday. They might not have him uh, for a couple games. And they play the Chiefs in Week 17, and not having Chase there would be rough. And then they play the Browns in Week 18. Not having Chase there would be rough. So 
Uh, it's going to be tough for the Bengals to get to the playoffs. I think they're going to have to win out, and I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that, especially with the Chiefs sitting there on New Year's Eve. If the Buffalo Bills can get into the playoffs, true or false, they're the most dangerous team uh, in the AFC. I would say absolutely. I think the Bills are the best team in the AFC right now. Did I say it was the Ravens earlier? I, I lied to you. I think it's the Bills because <laughs> you look at the way they're playing. And, you know, we're talking about the 49ers being the best team. I thought the only team that really spanked the 49ers this year was the Bengals. And obviously the 49ers were down a couple players due to injury, but that right. game was never close. I mean, they got right. absolutely dominated. Fully healthy 49ers team. It's still probably going to be a close game. And so, the Bills, I feel like, have the personnel to match up with a team like the 49ers. The, you beat the Chiefs and Cowboys in consecutive weeks. That's impressive. Uh, yeah, so I, I feel like it, I, we could see Bills-Chiefs in the wild card round if, if it's a 6-3 game. I still think, I think the Bills are going to win the AFC East, too, Gold. Uh, me and Brinson have been talking about this yep. the last few days. I think they're going to run the table. I think we're going to see the Dolphins lose to the Cowboys and Ravens the next two weeks. I love the Bills. I think they win the division, and, yep, I think they're the best team in the AFC. Uh, Brinson's hot takes were all about the Bills yesterday, uh, and the four-pack of hot takes was ghost pepper spicy. So, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you've heard about those. Uh, John Breach, CBSSports.com, Pick 6 Podcast, moderator at John Breach on Twitter. Thank you very much, my man. Uh, we'll talk to you in 2024. Thanks for having me, Adam. You got it. John Breach here on the Adam Gold Show. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate.